Welcome to the Territorial Fae Podcast, a podcast where boozy fae females discuss bookish adventures. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to the chaos. This is your host, Rachel. And Alicia. And Kaylee. Julie couldn't make it today. Uh, life got busy. She has some things going on. So it's just it's just us three. But I promise you guys, we still have enough chaos. And wait till you hear our topic today. Um, Smut Timber. Thanks, Smut Chad. Timber. Thank you, Chad. We appreciate you. <laughs> Do y'all think he was like a frat guy? He was totally like a frat guy, right? Chad the frat guy. Do we think, though, that he did it for attention and he truly feels that way? Wait, wait. Can someone explain to me who Chad is? Okay, so Chad posted a TikTok video complaining about women and reading smut. He was very much just like, why do women, why do they even need to read smut? And um, first of all, you know, <laughs> that I am a raging feminist. So hey, that is immediately... Who knew? Did you know? <laughs> that immediately triggered me. And I was like, this motherfucker, how dare he, first of all, try to tell women what we can read. He, I'm sorry. I didn't realize we were in The Handmaid's Tale and we weren't allowed to read. My bad. Under his yeah. eye, guys. Wait, Under was his, his real eye. name Chad? Yes. <laughs> That's what makes it so funny. Yes. All I see is um, Drew Barrymore and um, Cameron Diaz, um, Charlie's Angels. Oh. <laughs> the Chad. The, the Chad. Chad. The Chad. The Chad. <laughs> so this, this lovely lady on TikTok was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Thanks, Chad. Now we're all going to have smut timber and that's going to be a thing. And Book Talk took it and ran. They knew the assignment, okay? They, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> so um, I will cheers to smut timber, okay? Yeah, with my I'm hot tea. I'm the only one drinking, right? Tea, coffee, and I have one. Yep. Look at us. Oh, my God. Wow. We are That's definitely, okay. um, we don't like change. We, we like our routine. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so um, funny. I'll be back stateside in eight months and that's okay. Well, like we'll be able to drink together. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about it. Yes. Okay. We'll have Julie be like, Julie, stay up super late or get up super, <laughs> super early. <laughs> Maybe we'll move it to like a Saturday night <laughs> or like a Saturday yeah. mid-afternoon type situation so we can afternoon oh. drink. Yes. Yes. I'm okay with that. That sounds perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, so let me just ask you guys, because um, I know we say, quote, quote, smut, right? Oh, it's a smut mm-hmm. book. It's muddy okay but for me like I always wonder like what would you think like okay like 50 shades of gray right totally right but for sure what about like a little like a romance or a rom-com are we oh that's for sure smut so it's still smut like it's it's historical romance is smut that's that's straight up smut I guess I wouldn't consider that smut I'd consider that romance I would consider like explicit sexual scenes as smut oh, but like I'm, I'm googling the definition 
Okay, yes, because that was going to be my thing. Like, I want to know because, like, if we got some sexy time going on, like, is that still smut? First definition is a small flake of soot. <laughs> no. Second second definition, a fungal disease of cereals in oh which parts God, of the ear stop. change to black powder. Um, uh, okay, no. the third one, the third one is obscene talk, writing, or pictures. Um, I'm gonna, is it lascivious? Is that how you say that? Like, like L-A-S-C-I-V-I-S. I'm not, I'm done. You know I'm what the words with words. Sure. Uh, lascivious. Was... We're going to, I know. I wasn't an English major. I was a comm major. No, I said for me, if it's oh. English or math, like yeah. I am a girl, I don't do numbers and I don't do words. I have words this, the sentence under it says porn in his view is far from being harmless smut. So uh, obscene or I think lascivious, I think that's um, any type of dirty talk, writing or pictures. So so if it okay. can, so like Twilight would not be because it fade to black. So it's not. I okay, think but would so. you I don't consider smut. Okay, let's take our favorite Akatar. Would you take uh like Mist and Fury compared to like Mist and Fury is one hundred percent got some smut in there. It's not a whole smut book, but it's definitely got I don't smut. know, but if you compare um, it to Silver Flames, to me it's Silver not Flames smut. is damn near porn. Yeah. Like, but to me, that's smut. Yes. Right? Like, Lasc- is just romance. Lascivious, the definition is feeling or revealing an overt sexual interest or desire. So anything sexual can be smut. Okay. Well, okay. then everything we watch on TV is smut. Then, oh, yeah, for like, sure. 100%. So- I mean, I watch Good Bones. I would not constitute that as smut because it's a home record, you know. <laughs> Home Reno show. So. I mean, I watch Master Chef, and I don't think that would be smart so either. Maybe not. So you can. I mean, unless, unless you really love, love Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I mean, SVU baby. Uh, freaking Lucifer, total smut. Oh, for sure. It even claims it in the title, girl. Like sexuality, smoking. I just, I don't care. I love to look at him. Mm, I don't know. Girl, I'm not gonna like consider. I'm not gonna consider like softcore porn. I guess we can softcore as smut. I'm going to consider hardcore as smut because Damn, so girl like well, like I Ice Planet Barbarian, like my <laughs> Ice Planet. <laughs> and if Julie were here, she would say the what is it? The Viper Den. The Den. I I've heard about that, y'all. Like they have I, like a knife handle in her vagina. Like no, thank you. I I can't. I I love. I love reading sexual scenes, okay? I I have I read mean, Anne Rice. I have read Laurel K. Hamilton. I am all about, like, reverse harems. But a knife handle in the vagina? We are, we are getting close to abuse in that point. Even if she wants it. I, how can a woman want that? I wouldn't want that. Okay, so can we answer <laughs> this one? My bad. My, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there and move yeah, on. Yeah, leave that uh, there. my husband asked me he goes like why do you read that you know because like when I picked up I picked up a sports romance and I knew Mm -hmm. it was spicy and Mm -hmm. let me tell you I will discuss later that it was spicy you know (laughs) had a little little quaver in your voice there (laughs) he was like I'm gonna need that title I'm gonna need that title too and I listen (laughs) but uh it like he's like why do you why do you read that 
you know and it's like well, I don't read it to like get off you know no. like no but I read it it's I guess I don't have a good answer for that. I think it's the desire. I think because a lot of the end quote, I'm doing air quotes here, smut that I read has a lot of desire with it. It's a lot of romance and, and women, we typically need to be kind of wined and dined. We're not, we're mm. not always on go like men not are, you know. Women, not just women. They're men. But, well, okay. So men can stick it anywhere. Mentioned. Okay. Equality. Oh. Equality. My sports romance with a male on male. Oh, yeah. Now I really need to read it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are they team members? No, they wait, are, are they opposite team members? Players. Please, they, I is it same team or rival no, teams? It has to be rivals. It's got to be rivals. So they, Please oh, be okay. rivals. So I'll just go into it. Go into I, it. Okay. Davinian so lady. when we said that we were going to bring up sports romance, um, I haven't read a sports romance. So you, Rachel, you brought up, I haven't. So you brought up what? the locker room, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, let me download this. And so I was going to start that. But then I was like, you know what? I want to do something else, you know, to bring a different um, aspect mm-hmm. to the podcast. And my friend Amanda, who is very into hockey, she read, she's read so many hockey erotica lately. But she goes, mm-hmm. oh, Alicia, like randomly, I didn't even tell her I needed a sports romance. She's like, you need to read this. It's called Him. And it's a male-on-male hockey romance. And it's like two best friends. Uh, they grew up together at hockey camp. And they're about to reach like hockey going into the pros. And the one is gay. And like he ghosted him after like high school while they're in college. And they're back together at hockey camp. Like coaching before they go into the pros. Oh. And um it's just it's like jamie and wes and it's oh my gosh when i tell you so the first book it's like one also finding out so it's kind of little uh red white and royal bluish about uh finding sexuality but when i say it is spicy (laughs) yes girl it is they do not leave anything to your imagination oh not one bit now this is is who's the author two authors it's two authors i just looked it up i've already downloaded it um sabrina serena bowen and l kennedy okay oh l kennedy are you serious oh my god you know her (laughs) yeah so what i loved i love this book so much i loved the like Wes you know was just this he was who he is and he wasn't gonna change he's tatted hockey player body you know Jamie's California California kid you know just kind of laid back home goes with it you know like (laughs) but um what I loved about this and was the you don't normally see the passion and the love and the need that from the man, the man's side, right? You always get it from the female perspective. And so it's yeah. really nice getting that desire, that need, that like those feelings that women, we always feel and we always right. get in the books, but from the male perspective. And right. it was, it was, it was really fun to read. And I just want to bring up my other friend, Julie, um, 
Vasquez? I love her and I want to shout out to her because she's amazing and she said that our podcast has got her back into reading and oh, she's been that like makes me so happy. Yeah. And she's been like flying through all these books that we have been talking about. But I told her shout to read out, this Julie. book. And oh. she sent me a voice clip like a while ago. It was about a month ago and she's she's like Girl, I don't know if I should be reading this during the day. I, like, it was like the best voice clip ever. And I'm dying laughing because, oh my gosh. ladies, it is um, it's okay. detailed, but. Yeah. I love that. I love that she, yes. she doesn't know if she should be reading it during the day <laughs> because I see so many TikTok videos of women who, you know, they're like, it's just kind of like a little skit and they're in public and they're reading and they, they kind of like are hiding their, their book cover. And remember what we used to do that with 50 shades of gray, right? Like we would go in public and we were like, people getting on reading this, but now I'm like, fuck this. I'm reading what I want to read. If you got some shit to say, please come say it to my face. Yeah. Yes. That's how I am too. I'm like, whatever. What are, what are you going to say to me? Yeah. I'm reading. You don't want me to read? <laughs> yeah. I love there's, um, the TikToks too that I've been seeing, which I mean, I'm seeing it on Instagram, right? Because I don't do TikTok, but um, because you make me insane. Anyway. I don't go on very often either. It's like a once a month thing for me. So anyway, when you have 37 videos from me, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we can just live vicariously through you, and that's going to be enough. So we, where I'm not missing out on anything because if if I need to see it, you're going to show me. So I'm like that. <laughs> But there's this girl, um, her name is April and she does, um, this amazing, I'll, I'll have to do a post with her cause she's one of my favorites, but I saw it and there was this thing where it's like, um, well, there was a bunch of them, but we're like, they're reading and it's like a juicy scene and like the parents come in or somebody walks in the room and you're like, ah! <laughs> like throw the book across the room type situation. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I found another one. It was a book talk challenge. I wonder if I sent it to you guys, but it's like bookworms. Here's another book challenge for you. That's like the ultimate book challenge. And it's like go to a non-reader and read the first page of like chapter 57 in um, you did. Silver Flames. Oh yes. With like a straight face. And I don't even know what chapter that is, but did like, you say chapter 55? I don't I don't remember which one it is. Girl, like, that's the chapter. I wonder, is it the table scene? Um no, uh, it's Silver did, Flame. So it's You with... did send that to us. I remember because I was like, I you, I know that I can do that. She looked it up. Um you know what's also super funny? We did the, um we go to trivia night with some friends. Which and... is the coolest shit I've ever heard, honestly. Yeah, it's really dope. At um here in town, there's a place called Brewtopia, and it's like a um, local brewing company, and they have a little outlet here in my city. So um, on Friday nights, every other week, they do trivia. And so for extra points, we could, because we were losing terribly. Um, <laughs> this must have been the last time. This was not the Harry Potter one, because we know this- you slayed that one. Yeah, no, the Harry Potter one was dumb, and I even argued. I'm now her uh, third most hated person, you know, which I will gladly because I told her, I was like, these questions are bullshit. And she reads, like, a disclaimer at the beginning where she's like, um, you know, it doesn't matter what you say. Like, I look these up. They are my questions. They're my answers. Therefore, they are correct. And if you don't like it, then you can get the fuck out. 
like it's so good and you're just like okay okay Lisa sure but um so I told her I was like this is bullshit and it was so, like I got so pissed I slammed the pen down and I broke her pen so oh no trivia night I had I brought I brought my own pen um and then I told her as a as a apology I'm gonna bring her a new pen when I go next week but um anyway the Harry Potters were dumb but yeah, so for extra points, you could stand up and read a song like a poem. Did you so, do it? of course, I did. Why did that. nobody record this? What is happening? What, Rob, Rob, you, you fail. I will send you Rob's because he did, is it Nine Inch Nails that did Animal? Oh, my God. Holy damn. He did? He so did. And I was like, mm-hmm, yes, mama will take. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll send it to you guys. But um, speaking of some mutt, yes, <laughs> I was. This is where I was going with this. <laughs> yes. So, Rachel, what's your favorite smutty read? Do you think, like, oh, or favorite author? Oh my god, I am terrible at this because I. Aside from like our normal like fantasy, like so anything that's you know fairies, fae, werewolves, vampires, like you know I love all of that stuff so very very much. Um, and any type like the Six of Crows series, like all of those, mm-hmm. the like the Grisha, I love all the fantasy. Um, but next to that, like I'm a huge rom com girl. I really love romance. I love a lot of smut. I have a lot of like go to authors. Um, like. I love Sarah Nye, Emmy Carter, and Megan Quinn, and all will like totally just deliver. Like they're like one clicks for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I know, and I know, I'm not gonna ruin yours because I know who you're gonna say. And yeah, yes, I'm one click. I'm a one click to that too. But um, Megan Quinn has one of my. I'm not even kidding you. I I like sports in general. I'm I've. I've watched sports all my life, so um, Kaylee's a go team, yay! But I yes, yes, I am. I I like sports. So Megan Quinn has the locker room series. I know we've talked about this before, but it's the boys of Brentwood, and it's baseball. And um, while baseball, this sounds on, like some rich kid stuff. It, it's not. <laughs> I love baseball. Oh. Yeah, I'm I want a- to love baseball, guys. If is if Jackson plays ball, obviously I will love ball. And I loved watching my brother play growing up, yeah. but it's just, I, and I love going to games. I'm just not going to watch that shit on TV, okay? I was just going to say that I can't do baseball on TV. No. I can do football on TV, and I can do soccer on TV, but baseball. is kind of boring on TV. You have to go to a game. person situation. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just going to say, but I mean, <clears throat> uniforms, you know? Mm, yeah them Padres uniforms let me tell you I went to at least two Padres games when we lived in San Diego and I wish we'd gone to so much more because Mm -hmm. that is so fun drinking Mm -hmm. beer and hanging out and yelling at the team because I went with uh for a a friend's birthday one time and it was just all of us girls and it was so much fun we went out to the bar afterwards and it was great uh yeah I just I'm especially reading about baseball and then I posted and I don't know if anybody's seen on our IG but um Sarah and I does it's wrestling and it's like in the middle of freaking Iowa I think it is like it's some middle of nowhere (laughs) yeah some middle of nowhere college um 
but I'm definitely like a more of a huge fan for sports romances for like college. Um, oh yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, and, I'm with you. Um, I also posted <sighs> about Emmy Carter, and she does it's soccer, and it's like this um, pro team though in Texas, and um, it's really really good. Um, one of my all time favorite books. It's called Groupie. And she's basically the, like, legendary slut. She, like, kind of sleeps her way through the team. She's got her super bad reputation. And then she meets little old innocent virgin Rowan. Oh, Oh, that just, like, that was, like, that's total reverse uh, gender roles right there. That sounds amazing. uh What is this called again? It's called Groupie. Um, Groupie. Four, three, I can't remember. Um, and I'm sorry, Emmy, like, don't be mad. But um, like, she, I went, when I first met her, I had won this book for free and um, read it. Is this one by Emmy Carter? Yes. Okay, I'm looking at the wrong one. Yes. It's called the, um, got it. First book is Juked. The second is Groupie. And then the third is, I can't remember. And then there's a fourth and then there's a novella. And it it's it's good. I feel I, like I, I need some smut in my life. And she did like one of the things that she did at book signings was panties. And it says oh, apparently I've read this. Every slut has a story. Is oh my gosh. So I have and it's Texas Mutiny. So is the series. I love that. Honestly, that pisses me the fuck off because women, of course, you know, we're considered sluts if we sleep around. If men sleep oh, around, yeah, like, oh are. dog, you're amazing. You you know, you get them girls. Go boy. Exactly. That's so great. I love that she flipped that. Yeah. And she's a really good author. She has really grown in her writing. Um yeah. I found her like I I forget how so her and her and Sarah Nye actually, um, and Nye is N E Y, but her and Sarah have written a few books together, um, for like around the holidays. And then uh, Emmy Carter pairs up with Andrea Johnson, who's another really fabulous author, and mm-hmm. they do charitable endeavors. Ooh, and they, you know, I love that. Cute little rom coms. One of them is called Ear Candy, and it's about this guy who one. The lady is the author, and he is the like the audio. He's the voice, the okay. narrator. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. And he's got his name is like Hawk Weaver, and he's, <laughs> like, that's not his real name. It's his persona for oh, the okay. the reading. But oh my god, it's really good. Um, switch. Do they do any like holiday? Uh, do Ooh, they? I because love holiday I'm gonna romances. need like a holiday. I will send you two. Um, They did a New Year's Eve. um, God, and I'm hoping they'll do it. It seems like every year they come out with like a little short story, but it's basically in this like same universe of this like office scene and it's like different couples. So there was like Christmas, Christmas Eve. Oh, that's adorable. And um, straight up Hallmark. It's so good and it's very cute and it's like a sweet little like every year the two of them kind of pair up and do something. Um, Sarah and I and Emmy Carter also have um, the friendship trip friend trip 
and it's like these best friends oh it's so look their writing is like so cute it just I love it and Emmy Carter's done some super serious stuff too but she I mean she's got a list a mile long same with Megan Quinn I mean you know uh, if I Emmy Carter at a polycon I don't think so. Is, is Megan Quinn somebody? I can't remember. I remember seeing. Like, I oh. vaguely remember seeing your list. No. You know what? Yes, Casey Bond, Emmy Carter, M. Robinson. Yes, Sarah and I. So you guys, I'll oh, have to. We'll you. have to. I'll have to read some of their books so we can go For meet sure. them. Yeah, I, I wish that we could. Um, I want to know how they do that. How they? What do you mean? Two people write a book together, like. That's something that I wish I could, like, maybe when we meet them, like, uh, ask them, how do you do that? Like, random each- thought about two people writing together. Taryn wrote with someone, I don't remember who it was, to do Willow the, Aster. The End Men. Alicia, you would love those. They have, I don't know if they're going to continue them. I was going to say, they- she can't read it because it's not going to be, they're not going to finish that. They're so. never going to finish them. I really think you'd like them though. They're, I feel like they're dark, but they're also sexy. It's the um, hand tale, but reverse. In reverse. Oh. They, they only have like 12 men left in existence. Mm-hmm. And all okay. of the women bid to ha- have their services. Yes. Um, oh, you know, to continue mm-hmm. the the you know the human race, and I really feel like I'm super bummed they haven't finished those. But I really feel like you would like them. There were supposed to be like twelve of them, weren't there? Oh, you yeah. had them in print. Yeah. Oh, look at her go. Is supposed oh, to um their own story. So as far as I know, mm, I liked that one. Jackal is very good. I love me a dirty, a dirty. I think I uh, saw player. these on um, Taryn's uh, website when I was buying you your birthday present a year yeah. or so ago. Yeah, because they are on there. And then Willow Aster, which Willow Aster is a doll. Okay, so she's got Ooh, the book called Whore. That's beautiful. It is pretty. Uh, she had to change it um, to Lilith. Well, fuck that. Why? Because it was offensive. Uh, I guess, but um, when we did, um, God, what was it? One of the, uh, shoot. Um, (laughs) Shoot. (laughs) One of the signings Uh, you've been to? um, What is the one that the bookworm box did? Book Bonanza. Yeah, Book Bonanza. In in Gavilan, Colorado, right? Yes. So she gave out these, like, buttons that says, keep calm and read whore. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, I want to buy it. Like, I want the book. So, I mean, obviously it's signed, but um, I love her. Willow Aster is a doll and she has so many books and they're like really, really good as well. Like, she's a really good author. You know, you know any of these uh, authors ahead, that babe. happen to be listening to us, if you want to come on and explain the process of working together I would really love to hear that because I that's that's like collaboration um, at its best you know you know Anna Gomez so she did um before she was was Christine Bray and she did in this life that's like you know we've talked about this before like hands down favorite book ever and it's got a little bit of, uh, of smut in it as well so that's I mean it's it's pretty steamy as well and uh but her newest series that she's writing with Christopher Palaha, that's it's a dual writer. So basically they just volley it back and forth. They, you know, write it up in a Google Doc 
she writes, then she like sends it to him. He reads it and then picks up and then he writes a chapter. See, Um, I feel like that would be so cool because you have such a good, like from a writer's perspective, um, Jake and I actually tried to do that at one time because he likes to write too. He Like nobody would know it, especially at his work or whatever, but he's a big reader. He loves to read and he loves fantasy. Um, And he, he writes and he's really good. He just, he's so self-conscious about it that he, he doesn't allow himself, like he second guesses the whole time he writes that he's sucking. So it's hard for him to finish. Um, But he, I mean, he's actually really good. He has some really good ideas that I, I have incorporated into some things that I've written. So I, I think that that would work really well too. You know, sometimes you get a, like a blank and you can't think of what comes writer's next. block. Yeah, yeah, and that's when another writer's like, "Oh, I got you, boo!" Right? You know, and then it's like, "Oh, wait, uh, I can't think of it." Right? You know, "Oh, I got you." Yeah. <laughs> well, in, Ca- in California, as I was as I was writing um, a little bit, I would send to Rachel, and I'd be like, "I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do with this," and she'd be like, "What about this? Let's just talk this out." Hmm. <laughs> You know, um, which leads us to a great, like, this is a great segue because Kaylee, who, what's your favorite? Uh, mine is Max Monroe. Which is writer is, duo. Right. It's two different women. It's not actually a man named Max Monroe. It's two different women. Um, and I had never really read a romance before. So I had read some, I had read Smut because I've, I read you know, Fifty Shades, and I read Crossfire, and I've read love Laurel Kate. I love Crossfire. So good. Gideon is the bomb. I love um, Gideon. And, but I, go ahead. I had never really read anything, um, actual romance. I had uh, Laurel K. Hamilton, straight up smut, okay? It is Faye <laughs> with its reverse harem. This girl has a ton of different men in her guard that are trying to get her pregnant because she will it's either going to be her or her cousin on the throne her cousin hates her and he will kill her so it's either it's either going to be it's it's basically if you don't get pregnant you're dead you know so she's trying to get pregnant and she has all of her guards leaving with her to attempt to get her pregnant and so it's it's a reverse harem. She has an entire guard of men at her disposal that she's constantly sleeping with. Um, but I had never read typical romances until Rachel started giving me suggestions, especially, like, because, of course, she introduced me to Taryn Fisher. She introduced me to uh, a lot of the authors that I really like, Colleen Hoover, um, and... I, she really made me branch out from the things that I, I was reading, like fantasy and fiction. And and she's like, oh, this amazing author, Max Monroe, because Rachel, this bitch, she's always like going to the signings and meeting the authors and becoming their really good friends, like immediately. In real, they're in real they're, life, like not only like not on the internet okay she's just like it's fine i'm gonna go to this signing in texas and i'm gonna meet these authors and we're just gonna be best friends and then i'm gonna go to this other signing and then i'm gonna go to this like personal retreat and Mm -hmm. spend the night with uh with christine bray and and she's Mm -hmm. just gonna be my best friend now and (laughs) yeah 
so she's introducing me to all these authors that I am falling in love not in real life like actually like their books um and so she introduces me to Max Monroe and I'm all skeptical like mm, I don't really read romance I don't really like don't, y'all know I'm not a touchy-feely person I'm not an emotional type person I don't like that um like ew, that. feelings ew ew, ew. Dis- <laughs> disgusting no thank you but I'm reading these and you know you you said why you know Derek was asking why women like to read these and most of the things that we read like this have a strong element of emotion with them and I see a lot online on TikTok on Instagram on whatever all social media women love to read men written by women yeah um because we write women write what we what we desire you know i brought lucifer earlier and he says what do you desire what is your greatest desire and as a female writer you bring that out you bring out all of your greatest your deepest desires and you write it and other women read it and we're like yes yes yeah fucking bar so low why why (laughs) do we go out to bars and we get hit on by men who are just like hey girl what's up and we fall for this fucking bullshit and then we read books and we're just like this wait does this exist i honestly i still don't know because Jake is the sweetest, kindest, most wonderful man in the entire world, but he is not a smooth talker, okay? He's just not. He is kind, and he is wonderful, but he is not a smooth talker kind of man. And you read that in those books, and I got married at 20 years old. Y'all been with Jacob since I was 18, 19? You don't even know. I don't even know anymore, okay? this long, so long. And so, I, and when I was dating, when I was going out, I don't remember going to bars and having men give me super smooth lines and, and sweep me off my feet and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, where were these motherfuckers? Because those were boys and in yeah. these books. These are men. men. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, it's, they're written by women. So there's part of me that's super skeptical that this type of man actually exists. But I'm Somewhere. just so... Well, I just feel like if they're super rich billionaires, like they are, and a lot of them, I like, I love a billionaire. The romance. billionaire, I like that. Too. They're just probably cocky fucking assholes, and they'd be <laughs> yes. like, "I would use you," and I'd be like, first of all, sir. First of all, nope. <laughs> Wait, That's how much second- money? Am I, how how much money am I getting? <laughs> that y'all think sec- I'm in a play? You know, I'm in those books what book you are you know what you are Mm -hmm. i remember that now yeah the second billionaire um thatch there was a thread is my favorite um there's a thread in the because they do the they have their own group right and it's the campers and so um there was like one night we were just talking on this thread and it was like so great and so the book's dedicated to us and then because of the main characters, um, they used our names. So, like, one of the lead girls um, in that book is loosely based off of um, one of the girls on the thread. Um, one of the girls that calls Thatch is Rachel. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah. That's I awesome. love I love when oh, the bookish community so cool. is that tight-knit, you know? <laughs> yeah. I love that the bookish community is that tight-knit because it is. 
it's mm-hmm. so it, it makes me so happy because we form these bonds and obviously like yep. Rachel and I started talking because we you know Marine Corps obviously and our love of books but mm-hmm. Alicia and I started talking because Derek is like she likes to read she likes this and this you should talk to her hey and- do you read Akatar? my wife does <laughs> he's you know what it's so funny it's he's like the type of guy where he's like your wingman but i know of you he 100% is. He's I like, love I'm so to get without a doubt <laughs> let me tell you something he's so funny like but when we were moving i lost my bookshelf right so i'm trying to find places for my books and he's like you have too many books right but then he's all like oh let me find you friends that read so that you guys can give each other more stuff more and more books. More so he's, like... he's an oxymoron. We love you, Derek. Yeah, we do. He loves my books. He's just saying they take up a lot of space. And I said, well, no, which don't. means you just need a bigger Big... house. So come to. I said, they don't think I could just have, I don't have any bookshelves. I can, I mean, I have my standard built in one, but I was like, I can just put bookshelves all over the house. And then yeah, exactly. we can talk about it. But I mean, what, what are people going to say? I want some of those books accessible to your children's. I know. Uh, gotta put those fancy ones in your room listen but it wasn't it's never been a secret that i want a library room me too floor to ceiling bookshelves one room with those like sliding yes never been a secret it's been a goal since day one so i uh, want the turret isn't that what they're called the like um you know sabrina spellman's house where the like it's like the circular part right in the front the turret that's what i want oh and have it like all yes books 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 wall to wall and you better build me that shit dude i have put up with your shit for (laughs) so many years (laughs) you'd be better off asking my husband to build it for you because you damn right you damn right that's all right i'll be like rob can you come build me this stuff rachel will come to my house your kids can come to my house we will drink wine you boys can build things do you remember how you were like oh you love a billionaire well I always love an asshole and I think that's how I ended up with Rob because you know he was such an asshole the first time we met so that's probably why that's Thatcher right there that is Thatcher (laughs) I fucking love he is but so is Cassie Cassie is his match in In every every aspect of everything I need to read this first of all all she talked about is her list I will add it to your list all she talked about is her giant tits and Thatcher loves her giant tits okay and they talk but, to him. They tell him things. They do. They tell him things. Her boobs? Also his, yeah. Also, yeah, his dick like tells her things. like double D or something. She's like, yeah. it's the first time I've ever, like, it's so prominent as part of the story. Like, you can't walk right. away and not remember it. Like, Cassie's it's important. Tits. And Thatcher's, Thatcher's big dick. Like, they call him, they literally nicknamed him Big Dick. That is his mm-hmm. name. That's what Cassie, yeah. his wife, calls him all the time. That's oh, the come second on, book, right? Shit. Like, stop. You're spoiling it. Yeah, don't what spoil that he's got a big dick. You said his Okay, name. so I can Y'all um, know that shit. That's listen, where this is going. I want to <laughs> bring it back to Chad real fast because Thanks, Chad. Fuck you, Chad. We, we we talked about Chad in the beginning and how it kind of like Chad honed in on like women, right? Reading smut. Right. But you guys know that I have a small um obsession with the ice planet barbarian books because they're just (laughs) i've only read two so far and there's like 37 of them like 22 okay jesus like jr ward listen but i 
they're just I like them okay and you want to talk about I like them you want to talk about big peepees that are ribbed okay this bitch just um, said big peepees <laughs> I think she's gonna what do you mean ribbed? ribbed I'm gonna need they're some ribbed. more dis- what is they're ribbed, ribbed. Like a rib, no other tongues, they're ribbed for women's pleasures. Huh, you know what? I fucking love that a man's body is made for a woman's pleasure. I really like that. Uh, yes, and there's an okay, anyway. No, uh, I want some details, girl. Oh, yeah, oh, no, the blue, the blue aliens that? also have some weird nub above their penis that they don't they call it this their spur and they don't really know what it is, but it just happens to hit. The clitoris, uh, every yeah. single time. Um, yeah, I would be there. So, I mean, okay. <laughs> if you like that, Laurel K. Hamilton's books. There's one, um, Sholto. There's one character who has these tentacles like on his stomach. That's because he was bred, um, in the in the in the sea, in the unseelie court. So he, his tentacles have suckers on the end. Oh my gosh. Yeah, girl. But, okay, and... hold on. I was going somewhere with the chat. But oh, okay, my bad. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. There is a man on Book Talk that he's like, I'm just going to read these. And I think I might have sent it to you or you sent it to me. And it's like this just man reading them. And he's like, I got to read these just to read them. And he has fallen in love with these <laughs> Ice Planet Barbarians. And he does a review after each book. Stop it. And he's just like, okay, this one's my favorite. I love this. And I love it so much because it's just this like man reading these Ice Planet Barbarians. Smut. Yeah. He's like, all right, this one was spicy. And this couple is like this. And I, like, I was like, like yeah, <laughs> it's not just women. No, so I feel like I if men open themselves, that it's not just women. Heck yeah, <laughs> it's not. Smut. But men are embarrassed. Men are embarrassed to read things like that. They're or they're embarrassed to admit that they're they not read embarrassed things like to watch that. porn. No, I know, but men Bob. men are so embarrassed to like per, like to act like they they are that they can fall in love with love stories like we do. So BB Easton, she did the Netflix show Sex Life. Mm-hmm. Met her in person quite a few times. Rob is obsessed with her and her pink hair. So he wouldn't read the books, but he would be like, you know, read me something from it. Like, re- yeah, <laughs> she did a book called, you know, 44 chapters about four men. That was her very first book. Um, and that's what they've loosely kind of adapted the show to is one of the, the first men. Um, and then the current one, obviously. But um, it's. It's steamy. Like, oh, I feel like that would be super erotic to read to your husband or your, you know, your significant other like that. Yeah. Kind of thing. Read me oh, a part. Okay. And because, you know, and it's funny because she nicknames her husband, Ken, the husband, because she says he's like a robot. Like he's this accountant. He's like super straight. Oh, like, yeah. So I nicknamed Rob in my phone, Rob the husband. <laughs> so, like, <he laughs> that's what it comes up at. And the kids Y'all judge like, me for Jacobs. The the kids are like, why does dad's name say Rob the husband? We can't tell you. We can't like, tell you. That's that. a long story. That's that's a long story, kids. Sorry, which one day. which one of the authors was that wrote you a poem? Like you like you commissioned them to write you a poem for oh, you and Rob. 
guys, J.R. Rogue, R-O-G-U-E. She is a poet. She has written many, many things in other genres as well. But her poetry is probably one of my favorite, merely because it's, I understand it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Poetry for me is very hard to get the gist of like what the fuck they're talking about Mm -hmm. um so for our what was it seventh or eighth maybe even ninth we were Were in in Quantico no we were in Barksdale so 2015 16 Barksdale is Louisiana right like that's your that's your Shreveport yeah, yeah, when we went to Shreveport, because it was that big. Like, right when you and I met. Right. No, after. Just after, because you guys yeah. weren't in Monroe for very long. Right. But that's where we met first. We were only in Monroe, like, maybe nine months, and then we went to yeah. Barksdale. So, whenever that was. Anyway, it was uh, an anniversary present. I had her commissioned. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she'll write poetry for you, and she does it, like, on... Um, like with the old school typewriter. And, I love mm, this idea. It's beautiful. Tell, tell her all this stuff like you want to know and, and how, you know, describe the person that you want the poem about or kind of your feelings about it. And then she turns it into a poem and types it up on this like really pretty like old like paper. And, and I, mm-hmm. I had it framed. Um, it was like a big because, you know, recruiting duty was hard and we were yeah. getting off of that. So I felt like we needed like, hey, we made it. <laughs> Maybe I should do that yeah. at the end of this because I swear, I swear to God, this tour over this tour overseas is harder than recruiting duty was. Like recruiting duty was yeah. fucking hard, but yeah. this duty sucks dick. I am think so happy. COVID or because of the- I, I think it's because of the isolation. There's no support here. So there's no there's support. N- there's no support with the command. There's. Mm, Mm. I'm telling I'll tell you, you like, I'll tell you guys about our fro later and how I probably shouldn't say what I want to say where it's recorded. Um, I'm just telling you, if I didn't have Kaylee there my last year, like it would have been a bad, a really bad year for me. That's like, how I I am without you here. Like I was telling Jake, like I I I am in like I, I'm okay right now. Like because he has been ridiculously helpful since I I told him you know, how much I was struggling. But I told Jake, like it's I have been in a dark, twisty, Meredith Gray type oh spiral because I've just been so lonely. It's so lonely here. So reading really helps me to feel like I'm not so alone. Because I only have Jake to talk to. And he doesn't have his phone all day at work. Because yes. it's like he has, you know, he can't take it in his office. Like, just yeah. like you, Alicia, just like Rob, when he was in Guanaco, like, you know, they can't have their phones. And to to not have access to him all day, and I'm so far ahead of you guys. So you're asleep, I'm awake. And <laughs> yes. so I'm just, by, I'm just by myself with Jack all day. And it's so... <laughs> So like lonely. Another grown up. Right. Yeah. And I'm so grateful to be able to go to Poland this week that without the children, without Jake, just with my friend Anna and just to do some get away and you know, like mental health insert. If you guys need someone to chat, if you are in a dark spot, if you feel like you are spiraling and you understand how sometimes people get into a dark spot enough to do things 
you know, that they shouldn't do, do things to themselves. I, like reach out, reach out to one of us. We're here for you. If you feel like you don't have anywhere to go, anyone to talk to, anyone who understands, we get it. Just mental health insert there. Like if you need anything. Real talk. Reach hashtag it, real talk. Right? Reach out to anybody because you know what? We're all three moms. Being a mom fucking sucks sometimes, okay? (laughs) Especially being a stay-at-home mom. It is so overwhelming. And sometimes you don't feel like you are worth anything because you are you feel like you're not contributing and you feel like you're not fulfilled and you, you haven't lived up to your potential and of course you are raising humans and but you and are in yeah. reality in reality you know that you're raising humans and you're raising the next generation and, and you're doing wonderful you're amazing care things for your house. children mm-hmm. but but especially I feel like like I'm not tooting my own horn I'm really fucking smart <laughs> <laughs> I'm a smart human being, okay? Yeah, you are. Yeah, yes, I, you are. I, I know I have a shit ton of potential to go out and do things and make a difference in this world. And that is one of the things that really I really struggle with the most because I know I can be helping people and making their lives better. And suicide, obviously, you guys know, is a, is a huge thing with me since my brother and my biological dad both committed suicide. Like, I I feel like there's something out there in North Carolina when we get there that I know I'm meant to be doing. So if you feel like that, if you feel like you're you're struggling, just reach out. If you don't have anybody to reach out to, reach out to one of us. We're on Instagram. Message us on our Instagram page. Message us on our Facebook page. Find us on our personal pages. Just reach out. I'll stop with my PSA now. Yeah, cheers to that. We still, we need that. You know, sometimes people just need to hear it. I mean, it's, I think being a mom, I mean, maybe just a parent in general, because I definitely don't want to exclude, because there's a lot of stay-at-home dads that are rocking the boat. Derek, my husband is a stay-at-home dad. Love you. So, I mean, and just recently coming into the workforce, you know, from being the stay-at-home mom to now being the working mom, like, I just, I feel it across the board, that pressure, that expectation to you know, be great all over, you know, be great yeah. at work, be great at home, you know, feeling like you're ping ponging between the two, like, you know, am I good enough? Did I screw this up? Am I available enough? Am I not available to, you know, it's just, it's right. I'm so yeah. proud of both of you though. Like you're both such amazing mom. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. you're raising three kids, Alicia, Rachel, you're raising four kids. Like y'all both are fucking amazing and you are killing it at your careers alicia you're about to get promoted rachel you just got this bomb ass like boom thrown right into this amazing global job for real hey we're just talking about you homie (laughs) because you're so amazing that's game day Go Jets! Go Jets! The pain train, baby! The pain (laughs) train! It's coming! I like how he just literally like jumped on the bed and jumped off like he was twelve years old. Um, I want to bring it back and just say, um, for our real talk that, like, I really, we Derek and I really believe that it takes a village to raise children. Yep. And you need to find your people, and that they really do matter. And I had a really bad week this week. I had a really bad week. Um, I was sprung a 
last minute PT test and um that's not a p test for people who are not related to the military i know that sounds like a p test it was a physical fitness test and i've been working out and everything um i just my mindset wasn't there and my promotion could have been on the line and it just um i knew i could pass but it was i'm a kind of a you know perfectionist and i wanted it to be really good um but i was like focusing more on nutrition and stuff anyway my husband reached out to my people and let them know yes, I was having a bad, a bad time without me knowing uh, to make sure that I had the support I needed. Um, because, because he's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm your people. He didn't reach out to me. He doesn't have he your don't... number yet. <laughs> <laughs> he even asked, he, he made um, a comment yesterday. He says, I need Rachel's number. Um, oh my God. He Marco poloed me the other day and he was like, I think I added Rachel on Facebook, but you know what? I think I might have added the wrong Rachel. Because no, he, he did. He added me. He was oh, okay. Because <laughs> he, I think it was that day he he made a comment that he didn't have your number, um, and I think it's because he couldn't message you during my bad day. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but I just want he like, did. It does. It takes a village, but sometimes, especially for an introvert, you guys are both extroverted. You're both very peoply. You like people. You have a you know an easy I time mean, reaching out to them. It's I suck at it. Do you know how hard it was for me to walk outside and talk to Alicia that first day and sit outside and be like, "Can you please be my friend?" That's okay. I'll force myself on you. <laughs> that is what he said. <laughs> wow. I'm a terrible human being. This is why I have a hard time making friends. (laughs) And that (laughs) should sum up our our September talk because I have to go to the Jets Denver game. Yay sports! Go team! Uh, That goes into September too. What did he say? He said he's about to hop in the shower, and we don't have a bathroom door yet. So he's naked. naked. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's a perfect wrap up to Spud Timber. Yeah, it is. Bow, 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 I'm gonna go bow. eat this pho. I got it. I made pho and it was hard, and I'm gonna go eat it. Mm, that's well, I want to know how it tastes. What she said. I mean, it's really good. The broth. We haven't done the meat yet because obviously the meat cooks in the broth when you have it in your bowl. But it, it so far the broth is. This is all sounding so dirty. Like I don't know. <laughs> the meat it I'm cuts just gonna in the say, bra. I'm not gonna stop reading it. I'm nope. Just, fuck yeah, you, fuck Chad. that. If fuck Chad, Chad and everybody else, it's what I like. On and men across the border, and we all... do not appreciate your handmade style. Handmade tail <laughs> style. I tried to say style and tail at the same time. Didn't work. You no. Um, but guys, seriously, oh. read read the book. <laughs> the water cold. There's the water cold. <laughs> This is my life. That's what happens. <laughs> um, ask him if his stuff is all shriveled now. Did he get too cold? <laughs> is it in your throat? Is all right? Is it in your throat? <laughs> okay. Maybe we don't include that part. <laughs> we are so dirty. I, listen, I have the worst mouth and the dirtiest brain. Like, oh, every, so do I. Everything. Same. So this I. is why when we all are like on our in our beach, you know, vacation and all three of our families together, it's the husbands are probably going to be like, wait a minute, why do we why do we agree to this? Yeah. I know 
they're gonna be mm-hmm. like, who are these women? Who are these? Except people? Derek's gonna be right there with us, like, yeah. <laughs> Derek would make me, you know, one p.m. margaritas. So he would. Yeah, he he, he kind of knows what we like now. He's so. the best brother, honestly. <laughs> I can't wait for our sibling relationship to grow. I'm so right. It's so great. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, listeners. We got super deep in this episode. That's what she said. <laughs> that was a great connection. Look at you. I bet you didn't even do that on purpose. That's just I natural. Didn't. That's just that's the wine talking, guys. Uh, so we'll see you next week. Happy listening. <laughs>